Welcome to the Fearless Vampire Podcast. I'm on a heartfelt mission through the art of conversation and storytelling to inspire women to pursue their creative entrepreneurial journey with reckless abandon. I'm your host, Taylor, a six-figure photographer and business coach based in Colorado. I'm a right-brain mompreneur to two toddler boys, devoted deep conversation holder, and your personal alpaca cuddle liaison. My hope is that you leave our time together feeling empowered and energized to build your dream life. Learn more at fearlessvampire.com. So I personally cannot believe (laughs) that I am recording this podcast episode. I started my TikTok in 2020, or actually, actually, my 19-year-old sister started my TikTok for me in 2020. The average age of TikTok users are between the ages of 16 and 24, which is 10 years younger than I am right now. And so I really didn't feel like there was a space for me on TikTok even two years ago. I wasn't quite sure what it was. I heard something about China being involved with it, but I knew that my younger sister, who was 19, was killing it on TikTok. And I was like, you're not even selling anything. You don't have a business. What what could you possibly be posting about? And so I really avoided TikTok like the plague for two years. I posted like three videos and then I didn't touch it again until two years later this year. After some egging on from a friend who watched her business grow exponentially in a short period of time, I was actually at a breaking point where I said, I can't do this anymore on Instagram. I could not keep creating reel after reel. Y'all, I've made over 150 reels since Instagram came out with reels, and I just really wasn't picking up traction. Do you know how much time it is to create 150 freaking reels? So I'm having this like borderline meltdown with one of my girlfriends, and she said, Taylor, you have to get on TikTok. Just get on there, do face the camera, throw up some captions, and leave it and see what happens. So being a 30, you know, mid 30 year old, I was tired of dancing on camera. I was tired of creating like these catchy Instagram reels where I had to be singing in the background. All I wanted to do was help people. All I wanted to do is help people and teach people what I knew and invite them into my world so that we could work together if they wanted to. And I felt like I wasn't getting that opportunity on Instagram anymore. And I'm going to go into why I felt like I was kind of losing that opportunity. But there's always times in business where I go, where you and I and everybody goes, man, I should have just followed my gut. And two years ago, whenever Instagram came out with reels, I kept going, oh, I really should do face to camera because that's what I love. I love being on camera. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or on TikTok. I love being on camera. I am not camera shy. When I was growing up, I would say probably like my, some of my first memories were about when I was four or five, my dad always had a camcorder. He always had a camcorder and it was like the big one you had to wear on your shoulder. He always had it. And my sister was 18 months younger than me. And anytime, anytime my dad would be re- recording my sister, I run over to her and go, shut up, Corey. And I'd push her out of the way and go, here I am, dad. And like my arms would be spread out and I would twirl in my dress and go, what do you want to know? I love being in front of the camera. And so two years ago, I thought, 
you know what? I should just do face to camera. I should just talk about what I know, share information about running a business, how to grow a photography business, how to be an entrepreneur and a mom and a wife, all the things, but I didn't. I got sucked into the trends. I got sucked into lip singing. I got sucked into dancing, which you've ever seen me. I don't dance. I am not a dancer. I'm not a good dancer. I'll do it, but I'm not good. And so I hated it. And then finally, once my girlfriend was like, you got to get on TikTok face to camera, I went, all right, I'll just do it. And believe it or not, my first month on TikTok, I had a video go viral. It had 60,000 views, which I know that there are videos that have millions, but hey, I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying in my mat of what viral means to me. And I posted the same video on Instagram and it got about 5,000 views. So I started to see like this light bulb went off for me for so many reasons, again, that I'm going to get into about what I learned after one month on TikTok and gaining a thousand followers. These light bulbs started going off for me. And I thought, I'm not too old to be on TikTok. I don't have to dance. And this really goes back to, if you've listened to previous episodes, doing what feels right in business. To me, jumping on these trends did not feel right. I was not really gaining followers. My follower count has not changed on Instagram since I started doing reels. It's so depressing because I have spent way too many hours making those videos. So I want to come on here and I want to share with you six things that I learned after one month on TikTok. Five of them are great things. One is something I really don't love. So To start this, the reason that I gained a thousand followers is because I wanted that link. And what do I mean by that? On TikTok, you don't get a link for people to click on, whether it's your website or a landing page until you have a thousand followers. And so it was the beginning of um, summer and my friend said, you've got to get on TikTok. And I was like, what am I going to do? I have nowhere to send them to. I have no landing page. I can teach them all day long, but I'm not here for followers. I'm here to help people and I can't help people without a link. And she said, just start, just get on, stop whining and do the thing. And so I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'll I'll get on and do the thing. And I'll see if I can get up to a thousand followers in a period of time. Now, keep in mind, it took me about three years to get to a thousand followers on Instagram. So one month on TikTok, you bet your booty. I was like, whoa, something's working. So I'm going to jump right in to what I learned after one month on TikTok and gaining a thousand followers. The first thing that I learned and I love about TikTok is that there is no long form text. Now, what do I mean by that? On Instagram, Instagram prioritizes long form text. So if I was sharing a post or a reels or a video, I had to fill as much as I could with like literally paragraphs and paragraphs of storytelling and inviting people into my world and, you know, letting them get to know me, which that served its role the years 2000, probably 16 to 2020. But as you all know, our attention span has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And people used to read paragraphs of storytelling that I would share with them. But now people want short, quick to the point and to be entertained. And so I had to really shift because I do love writing. I really do love writing, but it was really hard for me to keep thinking of what to write about with this long form text. So on TikTok, 
you only get 500 characters and that includes your hashtags. So literally I would post a video and just say, here's a call to action, go click the link in my bio, go sign up for a free training. And then I would use the hashtags that I wanted to use. So that to me was a huge weight lifted off of me. And I just wanna say, I'm not here to bash Instagram. I'm mostly here to just share the differences that I'm seeing between the two. They both have their own their own benefits, their own perks, and, bo- and, and they serve different audiences. But I do want to let you know, I've been on Instagram since the beginning, and I'm just kind of at a point where I'm ready for something different that's a little more streamlined for my business and where I'm at in my business. The second thing that I learned after a month on TikTok is that I love that TikTok is not drip fed in chronological order. Meaning if I post something, again, I guess I'm going to sit here and talk about Instagram. If I post something on Instagram, its lifespan is about 24 hours. If people don't see it in 24 hours, well, then you missed it. There's also with reels, I think one to two week lifespan. Now, of course, it's still going to be in my feed, but Instagram's only going to push those reels out for one, maybe two weeks if they were doing really well and performing really well. TikTok is not that way. If I post a video and somebody gets on to search, let's say wedding posing ideas for couples, my video eventually is going to keep showing up. And this is going to lead me to my third thing that I love about what I learned that I love about TikTok is that it's like Google had a baby and named it TikTok. Like Google and Pinterest maybe had a baby and then they named it TikTok and put it out for the world. So Google, whenever you get on Google, of course, that's search engine optimization. You get on and you look up wedding poses for couples. Google's going to crawl the internet and find these top performing pages, resources, and hand them to you with a beautiful bow on it. Well, TikTok is like that, only the TikTok spiders are going to search TikTok. And it's not something that has to have been posted in the last week or so. It's just the most interesting, the most, I guess, just the most popular videos that are actually going to help you and put you in touch with your, with your niche client, dream client. So I love that. The fourth thing I love is that whenever I do post a video, TikTok shows my followers first and then pushes it out to new audiences. Now, I kind of got sucked into this game with Instagram. I would post a reel and they would, within a half an hour, push it out to 4,000 people. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Like, I'm actually going to create content that people want to see and this is great. And then it came to a screeching halt. It would go from 4,000 views to a month later, 4,100 views. And I was like, what the heck? Y'all pushed it out to 4,000 people. Why did you not keep pushing it? Like people were liking it. They were engaging. What happened? Now for TikTok, I thought that I was not doing good on TikTok because it would push out my video to 100 people, 200 people. And then all of a sudden I would get on and it went out to 10,000 people, 12,000 people. So I really love that TikTok focuses on your audience first and not trying to build a new audience. They focus on your current followers and not pushing it out onto new audiences to see what they think, people who don't know you, who don't have that trust and know like and trust factor with you. So that was the fourth thing that I loved. The last thing that I loved and that I learned 
is that your followers are almost like a fan base. And I'm not saying that for my ego, but like for my work. Um, I had three friends actually tell me, get on TikTok. You will actually get fans and people who love what you're doing because I am a helper. I love to help. I love to teach. I love to educate. Like that's my MO on social media. I want to help people. And so when my girlfriend started saying, you'll get a fan base, I didn't really understand it until I started showing up. I started showing up. I started posting helpful videos. And then, you know what happened? I started actually selling courses that I'm offering for photographers. I have a posing course. Um, It's called the Not So Awkward Guide to Posing Couples. And I started just inviting people to go watch a free training that, that I had. We'll put it in the show notes. If you want to go check it out, you're more than welcome to. I'd love to see you over there. But I started sharing that with my TikTok followers. And then all of a sudden I was selling courses and I was like, this has never happened on Instagram. I have never pushed out blindly to a new audience, something that I am offering and actually had people immediately go register and want to learn from me. And so that was such a validating feeling because I've been wanting to do that. I've been wanting to share what I know and really do it on a big scale, but I didn't know how because I had spent almost two years trying to figure out how to make this happen. And then one month on TikTok and all of a sudden I'm selling courses. Really amazing stuff. So those are the five things that I have loved about TikTok, learning on TikTok in the last month that I have been on there and gained a thousand followers. The one thing, the one thing that I do not love is the age gap. It seems like to me that there is a maturity difference on TikTok. And I'm sure that it's the age, of course, because they're, like I said before, their average user is between the ages of 16 and 24. For example, if you post a video and it has a typo or you say the wrong word, people are eager, it seems, to call you out on that. And I, that to me has never happened. If I've ever had a typo or a slip up, nobody ever calls me out on it. They're like, yeah, girl, you're doing the thing. You're showing up. Thank you. Thank you for this information. But other people on TikTok, they're, they're not, not everyone, of course, I just talked about building a fan base. So it's not everybody, but there are people who wait to see one wrong slip up, one wrong thing that you say or do or typo or, or mistake. And they're so quick to call you out on it. So I don't love that because I've never, I've never blocked so many people ever on a social media platform than I have on TikTok. I've never deleted more comments than I have than I have on TikTok. And I've never had to ask my VA (laughs) to screen my TikToks or not TikToks, but screen the comments before I go check it out than I have on TikTok. I've never asked her to do that for Instagram. I've never asked her to do it for Facebook, for the email list, any other social media platform, blog comments. This is the first time that I was like, hey, my brain does not need to deal with this. If it's actually something that I need to know about or like, You know, like if somebody actually wants to have a real conversation, absolutely. But if they're just bullying and being really hurtful, can you just delete it and block them for me? So that's the one thing that I don't love about TikTok, but I don't want to end on that note. I want you to know that I have experienced really wonderful growth and really intimate connections with people on TikTok. And I'm so excited to continue this journey and see where it leads to. 
If you are on TikTok, come follow me at Taylor Jones Photography. I would love to hear what helpful videos you would love to see. I am always looking for, you know, suggestions, what, whatever. Like I, I have so much information in my brain that sometimes I don't know how to get it out. And so whenever people tell me, Hey, I would love to see a video on behind the scenes of wedding reception lighting done, consider it done. I'm going to go, you know, do reception lighting video. Or, um, I would love to see how you post couples who are really insecure about X, Y, or Z PDA, whatever it is done. I'm going to go make a TikTok video. So please let me know what you would love to see. Come follow along. We'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. And if you know somebody who's like, I'm thinking about TikTok, but I think I'm fill in the blank. I'm too old. I don't dance. I don't know how to TikTok. I'm too scared of the platform. Please feel free to share this with them. I think it would be really helpful. Hopefully it would be really helpful. I know hearing about my friends' experiences who are um, female entrepreneurs in my age range, it was so helpful to hear them say, just do the thing. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you on the next Fearless Vampire episode.